Hello and welcome to Legitimately Lexi. This is so exciting and I honestly feel quite weird just talking to myself here, but I feel like I can get used to this. Okay, so why did I pick um, Legitimately as my podcast title, you might be wondering. <laughs> so let me give you a cheeky little story about that. Um, so I was trying to find an, a word that would match with my name, so beginning with L. And I looked up the definition of legitimacy and it's basically defined as the belief that a rule, institution or leader has the right to govern. And it really felt like it fits in with how I'm feeling currently in my life. Like I'm seriously questioning this concept, I guess, and have kind of come to the realization that we've all been conditioned to conform to the society we live in, etc., etc. That does sound quite dramatic. Um, no, not even. It doesn't sound dramatic. Um, <laughs> so I honestly have so much to say, and I'm looking forward to hearing from so many people. But let's get on with the topic for today. So I asked some of you on my story what you might want to um, hear about in the first episode and the majority of you picked um, the link between capitalism and body image slash disordered eating and I honestly had no idea this, like I'd never thought about it before until my therapist uh, told me to read this article about a year ago and I kind of put it off for a long time and I finally read it a few months ago and I was just like what how have I never even thought of this because I think for so so many of us it's so easy to just put the blame and the pressure on ourselves and I'm talking body image here so you know putting pressure on why why don't I look like this um I'm not good enough you know self-worth but ultimately the focus uh, we're placing is upon ourselves. Okay, so I thought it might be best to start with three definitions. So we're going to look at the definition of body image, eating disorders and capitalism. Okay, body image first. Body image is a person's thoughts, feelings and perception of the aesthetics or sexual attractiveness of their own body. Alrighty, eating disorders. So an eating disorder is a mental health condition where you use the control of food to cope with feelings and other situations. And as we know, eating disorders and the causes um, are extremely complex, so I'm not going to go into that right now. But what we're focusing on is how capitalism plays a part in, you know, creating those disordered eating habits or the onset of an eating disorder. Yeah, so what I'm trying to say is it's obviously not just capitalism, but that is the focus for this episode, just, just to be clear. Okay, and then finally, capitalism. Okay, it's an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profit rather than by the state. So emphasis on the private. I mean, like, don't even get me started on capitalism. Um, I'll probably have to do a whole rant episode where I'm just talking about how damaging it is, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> get a bit off track don't I? I'd never really thought about capitalism until um yeah until my therapist told me to read that article and she told me Lexi everything is about capitalism there's no way of escaping it and that really sparked this interest in me I was just like I've literally never thought about how capitalism affects everything our opinions like every day just think about it 
we see ads, we watch TV, we talk to one another, like everything is rooted in capitalism or like a capitalist mindset. And it's so hard because the entire system is, you know, poisoned. So there's really no way of escaping it. Like you need to, you need to give in to capitalism. Otherwise you're just going to be like really struggling financially and just in general. But let's get on and I am going to delve straight into the research I've been doing. So the first thing I read was called What Does Capitalism Have to Do With Body Image? Um, and it's on a website called Adios Barbie, Adios Barbie, I have no idea, dot com, um, if you want to read it. Um, and it's it presents this whole idea that health is kind of a concept that people empower, so like corporations... Um, they create and distribute products and promises of happiness and success um, in the hopes that you'll want to buy those products to be healthy and they want to make you believe that you need them, you know, which is obviously super sneaky and like dangerous for you. Um, I mean, the diet industry, they, they, they don't actually want us to lose weight. Like we we kind of believe, oh, they're trying to, you know, they want me to lose weight. No, they literally want you to fail because I'm pretty sure something, I mean, I haven't got the statistic in front of me, but I'm pretty sure something like in the 90, 90, over 90% of diets, you either regain the weight or you regain more weight than you initially, initially, uh, initially weighed. Um, so just honestly, just fuck the diet industry. Okay, so in summary, companies or health-related companies do not care about your health. All they care about is profit. And I think when I came to this realisation, I was just like, this is so forked up. I'll try not to swear too much, but um, yeah. <laughs> the saddest thing is that, you know, these these companies they use our collective fat phobia, so like our fear of being fat, to convince us to keep playing, you know, the capitalist game. So they're just using us. One more thing from this article. So there's this book called The Beauty Myth, and it was written in 1990 by Naomi Wolf. And I'm going to read out this quote because it's so mm, like, just, mm, just so good. Okay, ready? A culture fixated on female thinness is not an obsession about female beauty, but an obsession about female obedience. Dieting is the most potent political sedative in women's history. A quietly mad population is a tractable one. I'm just going to give you a minute to, you know, take that in. Like, it's so... Oh, I just love it. Naomi, wherever you are, I love you. So, like the diet industry, like these corporations, they don't care if you're losing weight to be skinny, losing weight to be healthy. They just care about us spending our time and energy and money participating in the same um, structure that exists to literally oppress us. So we really need to be aware of this. Um, and you know what they say, the first step is awareness. Now you know. Um, and I'm obviously not saying it's your fault at all. Um, but, you know, it's just the world we live in now. So the more you know, the more you can kind of force your mind to just question things, if that makes sense. 
Moving on swiftly to the next article. So I honestly don't know how reputable these sources are, but I just really like what they're saying. So, you know, I'm just going to share it. So the next one's called It's Capitalism Not People That Causes Body Dis... Why can I not read? Dissatisfaction. So this one's really important and I hadn't actually thought about this until I read it a couple of days ago. Um, So researchers kind of believe that the causes of body dissatisfaction are appearance pressures from other people, so like parents, friends, etc, or the individual themselves. So they're kind of saying that it's our fault, you know, because we internalise too much and we compare ourselves to other people. But this is the problem and it makes me absolutely forking fuming, okay? Rarely will media ever be listed as a cause of like body dissatisfaction. Um, And I'm sorry, this is perhaps like the biggest cause in my opinion. And again, this is capitalism's fault because everything is like everything stems from financial gain. So, you know, if they put it out there, oh, it's the media, we need to do something about this, we need to control this more, then that won't make money, so no one gives a shit, you know? These companies are making profits from our appearance insecurities. Like, how wrong is that, you know? Um, I'd say get angry about it, you know? Like, just feel that pain. Like, it's so painful, and I think that's so important to acknowledge. And talk about it. I feel like, I mean, obviously it's just not talked about enough. Reach out, talk to your friends, um, talk to me, talk to anyone, please. So in an ideal world, the focus needs to be on changing the harms of capitalism and other intersecting oppressions. So like the obvious one being racism, like think about um, skin bleaching, those kind of companies. They've genuinely made people believe that they need to change their fucking skin colour. Like, I can't. It's just unbelievable. So our role is kind of to acknowledge this and accept that this is the case, but that doesn't mean you can't challenge it and that doesn't mean you can't get angry about it like we've just spoken about, okay? Um, Okay, pep talk done. I feel like I've been rambling on for ages now, but, you know, um, if you're still listening, thank you so much. Um, Let's move on to the final article. So the final one is called Eating Disorders, A Disease of Capitalism, and the website is reagandavis.medium.com, but you should find it if you just uh, Google the title. Um, Actually, I'll put the references when I post the podcast. Why am I even bothering with this? Anyway, I'll just keep it in okay shush Lexi so I actually want to start by sharing something I realized a couple of days ago which was you know beauty standards and beauty ideals are constantly changing but our worth doesn't like if something's constantly changing how can that depend on our worth like it just no I'm going to go ahead and read the first uh, little bit of this. So it says, beauty standards are set by individuals in power and are intrinsically linked to class. Um, So we can kind of see this um, by looking at the shift over time. So a long time ago, you know, obesity was seen as a characteristic of wealth. 
but nowadays it's linked with poverty. So not only is this sort of outside fat seen as an indication of lower status, but also as a moral failure, which is honestly just ew. But um, foods are labeled by capitalist branding techniques as, you know, this is good food, this is bad food. And that really reinforces that that misconception. The misconception being that food is good or bad. And I feel like this is where it gets a bit difficult because obviously I don't personally advocate for people to get to a point where they're experiencing, you know, health conditions like hypertension and diabetes. But remember what I said, like, even if that is you, that doesn't mean you aren't worthy. We are all worth the same. It just might mean that you need to make some lifestyle changes to get you into a healthier state. But I'm by no means saying that if you are, you know, fat, that you can't be healthy because that's, people who say that, I, I just like, what planet are you living on literally? Well, at this point, probably Mars because that's what Elon Musk is trying to spend his money on rather than focusing on fucking saving this planet. Okay, I've gone on, on a bit of a tangent there, but. <laughs> but yeah, so this is all super overwhelming content and it's really daunting for me as well. Um, and it, it makes me feel a bit helpless, you know, we can't, we're just born into this world, we can't, it's not something we can control or change, like it's inevitably going to happen to every single human. Um, and it kind of makes me feel like, so I've just actually finished a placement at a school and I was teaching year four, so it was nine-year-olds, and my school was, um, is labelled as one of the most obese schools in the area so they implemented this scheme where the children would have to run a mile every day and it's honestly quite quite messed up um because it it makes the children compare themselves so much to others um so like one of the kids he came up to me and he said you know I don't really want to run because I'm fat and it just kind of broke my heart. And in that moment, I was just like, I can't do anything or really say anything that's going to heal him or make him feel better. Like I'm I'm just kind of hopeless. So that story, the purpose of telling that story was to try and reinforce the idea that it's it's not our fault. It's no one's fault. It's it's these it's it's capitalism, so I hope I've made that extremely clear. I feel like I've repeated myself there a bit, but um, yeah. I'm gonna try and end on a bit of a positive note. <laughs> try, emphasis on the try. Um, so having read more, more into this, it's definitely made me more aware about how this literally affects all of us and we're not alone in, in dealing with these struggles with our body image or uh, having eating disorders. Um, and I think, you know, knowledge is power. So I hope you go away having listened to this, uh, feeling powerful, more powerful than before. And maybe next time I feel inadequate in myself, I'll think of this moment and I really hope you do too. I just want to say this three times. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Okay, I am done. Thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely day or evening or morning. Uh, goodbye.